Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Monet, we're on tour. Bob, we're going on tour. Finally, the sibling rivalry tour is getting some wings and we flying across the country and the world. Yes, honey. Listen, if you want to see me and Monet in a town near you, please go to bobandmonet.com. There's going to be live music, brand new songs, podcasting, dancers, glamour. Baby, everything y'all want in a Bob and Monet show, you're going to get. So make sure you get your tickets at bobandmonet.com. <sighs> All right, help us sell out. We love you all. Yeah. Madison Square Garden, here we come. Hey, y'all. It's Monet Exchange. And my name is Bob the Drag Queen, and this is Sibling Advice. Now, listen, we all know that we are not doctors. Not even a little bit. We're not therapists. We are not Mm -hmm. um, psychologists. We don't know much about algebra psychiatrist if you need advice please go to your doctor your rabbi your priest your shaman your teacher your psych your therapist this is just for entertainment purposes only yes everything we're saying is is for use in this podcast only do not take this as sound advice to take into the world to 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 remedy your issues if you have do not take any of this seriously this is for entertainment purposes only and we don't want anyone to uh feel like we are diagnosing them that we give them a, a, a prognosis of on life so with that in line let's get into some advisory any you know bob i liked we liked our outfits so much from our last rivalry episode that we decided to wear them again for this advisory. And I came back specifically to Boston because I wanted the same backdrop. You can always tell a hotel room when you see it. Oh, for sure. Like, it just looks... You know what it is? It looks like the furniture can't move. Like, it looks like the furniture <laughs> is nailed to the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there's always like a, yeah. like a headboard that is just attached to the wall. Yeah, because that's because I've I've been to hotel like there's this TikTok of this guy and his partner going on a vacation somewhere and they're in this like really riggedy crickety hotel. It's so funny and like you can like bo- beds at hotels that move around. It just gives me sloppy, nasty vibes, and we don't want that. This this feels clean, and I don't. I feel like there's nothing hiding under a bed or something. Also, the beds are always like flush to the ground, so you can't get your shit, your phone or something stuck under there. Have you yeah, ever gotten your phone or something stuck under the bed? That's the worst. Never at a hotel because you can't go under the bed at a hotel. Typically speaking, right? You can't go under it. I actually really want. Um, I really want to um, secure my bed at home to the wall. It's been driving me. Does nuts. your bed move around? 
it used to move around a lot more than it does now, but it does move. When you when you get on the bed, it just kind of slightly moves over, but then what ends up happening. What kind of fucking you and Jacob are doing? You, J- J- Jacob, you must be busting that bussy wide open, ain't you? We we doing the we doing the bed moving kind of fucking, honey. Um, damn, and, damn. When they grow up, I'm trying to get like you, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're absurd. Anyway, when you get in the bed and the bed moves. It, the bed bumps into the socket next to my table, and then mm-hmm. all my shit comes unplugged. I wake up in the morning, my phone be on three percent. There's nothing. It is so <laughs> annoying when you sw- when you swear your phone was charging all night mm-hmm. long, and you wake up and your mm-hmm. shit be like, "Psych, my boy." <laughs> um, you know, Bob. I feel like ever since we have started sibling advisory, nature is healing. Yeah. We have helped a lot of people, and we give one of us more than the other very sound advice, and people are really living for the ad like serene. I don't know what nature healing means. Yes, nature is healing by our advice. I don't. I don't think that's, that's what that what that saying means. Okay, not exactly, Bob. Obviously, I'm being I'm being a little I'm being a little ridiculous. Yes, I mean I think you can be ridiculous extra. with nature's healing. Um, but maybe, but I don't think it even fits this context at all. Like, for example, if we're talking about how like the Kardashians are like losing their plastic surgeriness or whatever, and they're Have you looking seen that, and they're looking like their natural selves, we'd be like, "Wow, nature's healing." Have you seen that? Everybody I've was like, rumors, "Monet, no." Them having their asses removed. I've heard rumors. Bitch, Kim Kardashian stepped out at the. Where was she at? I don't know. With her and Pete Davidson. Oh my God. So there's a big event that happened recently. Coney Island? Yes. The White House Correspondents, the White House Correspondents Dinner. And Kim Kardashian, you know, Kim, everyone knows Kim Kardashian had a bodacious ass booty. When I tell you, and again, she still has a nice curve, but she didn't get it, you know, she probably, probably, it's a little more than what she is probably naturally. But girl, it, she is back to, I'm like, this is crazy. Do you think, do you see a world where Kim Kardashian will run for, for um, some type of public office? I don't. I just don't really know the Kardashians like that, and I'm not saying this from a place of. I'm not one of the folks like I don't watch the Kardashians. I just I've never seen the show, and I don't know much of anything about uh, Kim Kardashian. So I do, I honestly don't know. But if you heard, kind of like aliens, if you heard Kim Kardashian run for public office, would you be surprised? No, I know that um, Caitlyn Jenner has run for public office. Kanye West has run for public office. So it wouldn't be. It would not. I mean, I we I live in a time where Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor, and Jesse the Body Ventura was also the governor of um of that Wisconsin. was so Minnesota, Minneapolis. Minnesota was yeah. So yeah, yeah but, but so I, when you are I'm not trying to be funny, but sometimes your geography is wild. One Minneapolis, Minnesota. Well, you said the governor of Minneapolis. Like you can't be the governor of Minneapolis. Okay, I bitch is many. First of all, they did us us all of the service by naming them so similar. Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's too much. It should have been like Talama, Minnesota, like Minneapolis. What, what about I mean, naming something similar, like 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 New York, New York? What about something that similar? That's dumb. Well, actually, that's that's fine because you can just say New York, and then people be like, okay, yeah, because it works for both. But Minneapolis and Minnesota, they're too close. May, 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 name it. Um, Minnesota, Minnesota. Then I can say Minnesota. It would have been correct. I like. I can. I cannot find. I cannot 
find <laughs> this screen grab. But when I tell you that Monet, when I tell you Monet took me out, and I was like, I was undone. Monet was doing an AMA what? on her. Monet was doing an AMA on her Instagram, and Monet was like, people were asking Monet <laughs> and someone said, Monet, what are five cities you want to travel to? What are five cities? But and Monet named five places, but none of them were cities. And I mean, not one of the places Monet named was a city. Monet said Brazil. I don't think that's true. I said Tokyo. No, nope, I'm telling you because I retweeted and I said none of these were cities. One of them was Brazil. <laughs> and that I know that. And I remember that one of them was Asia. <laughs> All right, this is not real something rivalry. Let's yeah, it's not a, a rivalry. Oh my God. Oh, that shit took me out when I when when Monet said Asia, girl, that shit. <laughs> gathered me um, i have the oh, list key right funny. here it was three cities you want to perform that you haven't yet three. and the three three cities were brazil africa and thailand <laughs> <laughs> that was what it was that was what it was <laughs> first of all jacob what's nobody uh, talking to you that's the first, baby, that's first of all. Maybe can you please text that to me? That shit is so... No, uh, Jacob, if you text it to him, this is... That see, is this is what I'm talking so about, funny. y'all. The sneaky, the sneaky Brazil, little boyfriend. Africa. Why did you say that? <laughs> I was... I was asked, it was like I asked me anything. I was like, had a lot going on. I wasn't like... I was just like, oh my God, I want to go to these places. I want, I wanted to leave it open-ended so that I didn't like say one place. Like what if... South, I would have said Sao Paulo, but Rio wanted to bring me. You know what I mean? I didn't want to ostracize anyone. You are such a child. Oh, oh! All right, give us the the, the fucking the fucking advice. Let's take the first question. Hey, Father Monet, I am a trans woman who has huge feet, even for men. I wear a size twelve or thirteen in men's sizes, and because of that, it's really hard for me to find shoes that I like literally anywhere. So far, I've had to just stick to men's sneakers because that's all that'll fit me. Do you guys know where I could get like heels or sandals or any type of quote unquote girl shoe that would be able to fit me? Sincerely, Mrs. Bigfoot. <laughs> baby, 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 do I have the remedy for you, honey? Onlymaker.com is going to, bitch, when I tell you, it's about to change your entire motherfucking life. Onlymaker.com is where I get literally all of my shoes, sandals, sneakers, heels, everything. They make all type of shoes, flats, onlymaker.com. And they, if you are a woman's, if you are um, a men's 12, 13, I would, I would suggest getting a, uh, getting a size 15. And they have every, every high heel you see me have, they're either size 13, sometimes a 14, if they're like really tight. And they do shoes right, and the heels are high. Just just because your shoe, just because you have a, a, a wider foot, they don't make the heel like shorter. Like if, if it's a, if it's a six inch heel, it's gonna be a six inch heel, whether it's a size two or a size fourteen. So um, yeah, so get you on onlymaker.com. It's about to change your fucking life, bitch. Um, Monet is absolutely right. Onlymaker is a great website. You are talking to two people who have large feet for uh, any. Um, uh, sex or gender or gender expression for anyone for that matter. And, you know, um, I used to, uh, 
I used to wear exclusively women's shoes, even out of drag. You remember when I used to wear my little boots and my little, mm-hmm. and I, I used to, I mean, I'm, I don't know why I'm giving you this advice because you literally, you literally cannot do this, but I used to get my shoes from Payless all the time because Payless had really oh, big yeah. shoes in the women's section. Also, Nordstrom, Nordstrom Rack has a very nice shoe section for ladies. Also, here's a little secret, a little, a little surprise. A lot of times, the tennis shoes they sell in men's and women. The only difference is that it's called a men's and a women's shoe. That is literally the only difference in the shoe. And like they put like a little pink on a girl on, on on the women's one. Yeah, a women's Air Force One is the same. The exact they just they just change the sizing on the shoe. There are times where they do change it, make it more narrow and more blah 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 blah. But there, I, I would say there, you know, I would say if it helps you and you don't feel dysphoric, I would try some gender neutral shoes like um, Air Force Ones or Converse, which, you know, tend to have the same uh, size no matter what. Um, but yeah, Only Maker is probably going to be your your best option for that. Have you, do you know what, what fucking irritated me? Something that got me so mad at fucking capitalism and the fucking world we live in. When I what? went to the store and they were selling women's pens. What the fuck is a women's pen? Well, Ellen did, what a, the Ellen fuck did a, is a whole women's piece. pen. Ellen did a whole piece on women's pens. And um, you know, I don't know who made the women's pen. Um, Bic, B-I-C, Bic. Maybe I don't I don't know the person behind the women's pen. You know. Hmm. Um, but it is I will say this. If if that affirms your gender, if somehow using a women's pen affirms your gender, Pop off pussy hat and use that pen. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's weird. Hey, Bob and Monet. My name is Caleb. I'm from Alabama. One of the many places that Bob is from. Um, (laughs) But not Phoenix City. I'm from a much smaller town. And the advice I'm looking for is on how to get my lesbian best friend to move away from here with me. I have left several times. Um... But I always end up coming back because I just love to be around her. She is my absolute best friend, and I want to do life with her. But it's difficult in this small, homophobic town in Alabama. Um, For some context, she is a lesbian, cisgender woman. I am a gay, cisgender man. I have recently came out to my family a few months ago, um, and it went much better than expected. Not great, but much better than expected. Um, she is not out to anyone other than me and just a few other people. But um, so the advice I'm looking for is: should I try to convince her again to leave, or should I just go back on my own and do my own thing? Um, thank you, guys. I'm a really big fan of the show. Love you both. I just want to start by saying it is not Phoenix City. It is Phoenix City. This is a very common misnomer of Phoenix. City. Um, so, so let me guess. Jean's Gray, uh, Jean Gray's alter ego is Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix. Well, Phoenix City is spelled P H E N I X. It's not spelled Phoenix. Is it? Spelled, yes, it is Phoenix City. <laughs> not me fully living in Phoenix, Phoenix City and you being like, I don't believe you. It is. <laughs> what were you looking at? What were, what were you doing on your phone when I. <laughs> I ordered some Uber Eats. Let's see where he was at. Yeah, people think it's Phoenix. It's Phoenix City. Anyway, um, let me say this. I feel 
one thing, it is, it sounds really tough that your friend is closeted in this town and, and someone who I've tried, I've visited a lot of small towns in America. Let me tell you right now, this has kind of been my gig for the past uh, three years is going to small towns in America specifically and talking to queer people in those towns. And a lot of people, a lot of queer people, me, I, I you know, I moved away to the big city because I couldn't do it anymore. But there's there are still lots of queer people who stay in their towns and who are tastemakers and 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 change and shifters, movers and shakers in their towns. I also think that there is a difference to coming out in your town as a gay guy and as a lesbian. A lot of times, lesbians get more acceptance for some reason than gay men do in small mm-hmm. towns and in conservative spaces. I I'm not saying across the board to any sapphic people out there. I'm not saying that you're like I'm not saying that across the board every experience is easy, but for whatever reason, for some for some reason, lesbians tend to don't not get it as bad as uh gay men. Um mm-hmm. I just I just don't know what that is about. Um so I understand your I think it's just the whole this whole the whole struggle of, of just of men and feminine. There's something about men being feminine that people are like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, something even even with trans men. Like when trans men tend choose to be feminine, the world goes crazy. Bananas. Mm-hmm. Well, why would you be a man and act like a woman? It's like mm-hmm. you don't anyway, don't even get me started. Um, so I, I think that if your friend's not ready to move, baby, you gotta go yourself. There, there, there's an old saying in the black community, honey, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Also, she might not need to move. Maybe that's your journey. Maybe your journey is going away, but her journey journey is staying put, staying where she is. You may not have the same path. You know, you can't you can't pull someone into your path in life. And if you, I have this theory that if two people are no no paths in life are parallel. Now, some of them run really close to each other for a very, very, very long time, but no paths in life are completely parallel. Parallel. And if you're holding hands with someone. You know, at some point, you kind of start just getting a little further and a little further away from each other. And then at some point, it's going to get to a point where one of you is just going to yank the other person into your path and they won't live their own life anymore. So I think that if it's not her time to, to leave, she needs to stay and do her thing. And maybe she'll come and join you later or maybe not. And you'll just come back and join her. And maybe when you come back to town, it'll be lovely for her to see a beautiful, beautiful queer face when she, when you come back to town. Yeah, I mean, I in, in my honest opinion, I feel like a little bit of codependency on your end of, of wanting to be this person. I want to drag her everything with this person. So I, I, there's a little inkling of codependency, and um, I think that you read forcing today, your friend. Honey. She is reading y'all today, honey. <laughs> oh my god, you're being so mm-hmm. And I think, and I think that dragging a friend to to do this move could have catastrophic catastrophic uh, uh, um, outcomes for your friendship. Like, if you are dragging this person to leave and they ended up hating it, they could end up resenting you for, make, for making them do that and for putting the pressure on them to do that. So I'm like, if they're happy and content staying in their, in their, in, in their, in, in y'all's hometown, then like, let that be. And like, you know, don't, don't, don't force or push this person to do something that they may end up resenting you for later. And I, I, I forgot, is she, is she out? She's not out. No, she's not out. So that's that, that's that's my other thing. And coming up, coming up on coming up on Pride season, you know, a lot of people are like, there's this big thing, like just come out, like people like people like telling people to come out, and I'm like people, some some people have different things to lose in coming out. Some people lose friends, they lose family, they lose home, they they, they lose their housing. Like they're, they're different 
things for different people are coming out. So if your friend is not ready to come out because they don't want to lose their relationship with their mom or their dad or their sister, whatever it is, like let them do that on their own time. And, 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 and when they truly feel like they've had enough, when they're truly ready to like, don't force this person to do something because you feel like you need them and you want them to go on this journey with you. Yeah. It sounds like you are just at different places in your journeys with your queerness. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters and could help you find your perfect place. Yep, I know perfect is a very tall order. I know, okay? But if you're looking for an apartment or a condo or a townhome or a townhouse even, Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find it. Use filters and saved searches to narrow down rental listings and find exactly the place for you. You can even set up alerts to get notified as places become available. So, fashionistas, get your closet spaces ready, darling. Or an in-unit washer and dryer? My God. Sun lovers. We can help you find as much natural light as your spirit and your little heart desires. If you're working from home, you can have an area for your home office, an extra bathroom, a balcony, central heating and air, or a dishwasher in the kit. Girl, whatever happens to be right for you, this is the place to find it. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back... I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Small's food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Can we get the next question, please, Jacob? Um, my question is, what is a normal tipping amount at a drag show? Uh, I've never been, and I wouldn't want to offend the talents with the poor tipping. Thank you. I know I'm supposed to go first, but let me say right now, depending on who show you, if you have my show, uh, a band. A band. If you have Monet's show, a dollar will do. 
<laughs> um, I think there's there are different things to this, right? So, like, let's say you go into a bar and there is no cover charge. This this is a free show. These girls are these girls are putting on a a a good show for you. So, I mean, well, hopefully they're putting on uh, they're putting on a, a good show for you. So, I would say, um, take twenty like. You you would spend twenty dollars going out to see if you had to pay like a ticketed price. So get twenty dollars out of the ATM and divide that among all the entertainers. Now, if this is a if this is a, if this is a bar, obviously if you can afford more than that, that's great. I have to tell you personally, when I was a local girl working, or even now, when I'm out at, when I'm out at a show and someone pulls out twenty bucks to give me, or someone pulls out a hundred dollars, like Bob knows this, the rare hundred dollar bill. Someone will come and they'll give you a hundred dollars. You're like, bitch. I'm going to the. I, I, I'm, I'm going to live my life. That always feels so fucking good. I don't think y'all understand how good that feels. If you are a bitch, this is your fifth gig of the week, and someone pulls out something a twenty dollars or more. It, it does make you feel very good, and it will make you bitch pull out more stops at night. And if you go into a bar that there is a cover charge, um, I mean, I am from New York, so I can't even gauge do, 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 what what a cover charge is like. Five, ten bucks, right? If there, if there is a cover charge, I would still say getting twenty bucks, bringing twenty dollars to a drag show and dividing it among your entertainers, I feel is a fair way. If you can't afford that, obviously don't break the bank if it's gonna ruin you. But if you're going out, you're you're going out to drink and you're going out to support these girls and, and watch a show, getting twenty bucks out and dividing it among the entertainers, I feel is a great place to start. Do you remember this may have been before your time? Do you remember that guy that used to come to shows and tip all the girls a hundred dollars? Yes. And he, yes, he, I do. He, 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 his name was like Sparkles or Glitter, and he walked yeah. with a cane, and he would always sit right at Monster the at, and and at Barracuda, and he was, I mean, covered. He oh was yes, covered yes, in. yes. Um, uh, he, Big guy. um, heavy set guy. Yeah, yeah. walked with a cane, and would tip uh-huh. like five hundred bucks a night, all in hundred dollar bills. Sometimes even more than that. Uh-huh. And then one day he just bitch. Like, when you see much your show, you bitch. I, I'm before. Let me entertain you. Ah. Uh. Yeah, and then one day he just kind of disappeared. He just like kind of stopped coming around. I don't know whatever happened to that guy, but the girls mm-hmm. used to give him a show, honey. You know, I I <laughs> think that in reality, a decent amount of tip is one to three dollars per number. I'm gonna repeat that: one to three dollars per number. If you give a queen a five dollar bill, she'll probably be very happy. Twenty bucks is a great. I remember. I still remember the first queen that I tipped twenty bucks to. Who? It was Sherry Vine. The first girl I ever gave 20 bucks to was Sherry Vine. She was doing, she was at Boots and Saddle doing Svetlana Stoli show. And I tipped her 20 bucks. Now, if if you even more important than how much you're tipping is tipping etiquette. I want to talk about tipping etiquette. Now, all, all those of you who are watching on video right now, you need you need to look at this, okay? Let me go, let me go get let me go get a dollar. Hold on, let me go get a dollar real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have I I have the dollar. Oh, hold, 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 hold on, this, holiday! Hold on, holiday! This is completely inappropriate. Pulling the dollar back is completely dancing with the dollar. Do not do this. Coming up to me, trying to be a part of the number. This dollar does not give you admission or does not pay, give you pay your way into the number. We're not dancing together. This because the thing they put the dollar in their teeth and they want you to take it out with your teeth. What in the droplets is going on? Even before I used to, <laughs> I used to hate this shit. Drove. I've done me. it for hot guys. If 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 if, if, if I've definitely done it for a hot guys. If the guy's like really hot, I would definitely engage in that. Never. I've. Ne- in fact, there's a there's a video of me years ago. And At the help. 
there's this guy doing it to Pixie. He has it in his teeth and he's leaning back. And then he's just doing this to Pixie. And then I just crossed the stage and I took the dollar, but I didn't just, I, I grabbed his entire face and like pulled the dollar off. It was actually a great, someone called it in slow motion. It was a great video. Also tipping. If you have, if you have like 10 bucks and you $1 at a time, no. But no. no, Bob, I disagree. For dramatic effect, that can work. That can work sometimes. Not, if you like, not, uh. not, not, not for five dollars. Give me, <laughs> hand me my money. Hand me my money because you're you're trying to buy a chunk of my number. I have I have things planned in this number. Give me my money all at once. That's me. This is for me at my show. Monet, you, 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 you can give Monet a, a a quarter at a time. She loves that shit for dramatic effect. But I do not like that shit. If you are if you are far from the stage and it's a big and the room is crowded, you cannot get up to the stage. It is okay to crumple up the dollar and throw it to the stage. The girl will yes. get it. They'll put it in the bucket and they'll uncrumple it later. But don't be don't don't be back there holding out on money, bitch. You know that your ass you got there late, and I want your money. So crumple it up and throw it on the stage. Make sure it hits me right square in the forehead, especially if it's a, if it's a twenty or fifty or hundred dollar bill. You know what's not okay? Absolutely Ooh. not. Okay. And I was one time someone couldn't couldn't reach the queen. They were, they were like not close enough and then the person in front of them just took their dollar and handed it to the queen i was like the that's fine that is not fine because a lot of times the tip oh, is an exchange between the queen and the person you cannot take someone else's dollar and hand it to the drag queen that is, in my opinion. Oh no, I think that's fine because also because sometimes sometimes people have bad aim. They're like, I, if I crumble this dollar, it's gonna go one one inch in front of me. So I, I especially at Roscoe's because Roscoe's is, so, is it's always so packed. Some people they can't throw, so they'll like pass the money up for. I've seen that. I think that's okay. I I think the passing of the dollar is completely inappropriate. I think that, and also, <laughs> who, no one's aim is so bad that they throw it on and it goes two inches in front of them. That's not. That's oh not yes, they are. If you're that girl and you can have no aim, you can't throw at all, please comment below. I have seen those people at the drag show. Bitch. You, I've seen okay, them trying okay, to pump the dollar bill and they're like... Let's just assume you're being facetious about the two inches in front of you. But also, typically speaking, if the dollar lands on the floor somewhere near the queen, most people will just throw the money up on the stage. Like, I've seen that a lot. That people are just like, oh, we'll just... In fact, I, I will try to find this video too. Years ago, I was... I, have been, I used to get coins honey dollar hairs at, at, at my show at barracuda honey and the floor i would always leave i would always leave all the money on the stage because i felt like it would actually encourage more people to tip it was always fun so i would be stepping on the dollars walk, walking all over the dollars and shit i would throw the dollars on the stage and then this this supermodel named salita e banks i don't know if any of y'all remember her she's completely off social media now salita e banks is completely she was one of her biggest things she was in a kanye west music video they're like one of her biggest things. Mm. Her name was Salita Ebanks. So Salita Ebanks showed up on stage. Everyone kept being like, oh my God, that's Salita Ebanks. That's Salita. And I didn't know who she was. Um, but I saw just this lady on stage um, picking up my dollars. Now, bear in mind, we, we are back. The show's over. She has gone through the curtain and has started picking up my dollars. And I said, hey, 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 baby, put my money down. And she was like, I'm just trying to, I said, I don't need any help. I do not need help. Please put my money down. And then she was like, then she got, she was like, don't, no one wants your dirty dollars. I said, I do. I want these dollars. I need all these dollars. This is very important to me. I need all this money. All this money is important. So she she, she started arguing. So then I started recording her on my phone. So I, if I, I might be able to find the video of me and Salita Ebanks arguing 
about whether or not I needed my quote dirty dollars. So let's go to the next question, Jacob. Okay. So something that I notice you guys do on the podcast is you're very um, easily able to like express your love for one another. And that's something that I have like a big issue with in my like personal life. It's hard for me to express to my friends and family that I love them. Um, and I don't know if you have any advice on how to work on that. Like, it's just difficult. My family isn't very affectionate. So I think that's part of the reason why. Um, but like, it's hard. I have issues both saying I love you and even thank you when it's like really sincere. Like I can say thank you to a wait staff or something very easily, but like, I hate getting gifts because I'm, I have trouble, you know, being thankful to outwardly thankful to them. Um, and I come across as like very, um, what's the word? Like, like I don't care when I do. Um, so yeah. How do you guys get so comfortable saying I love you to each other and to your partners and everything? Um, I would love to know if you have any tips. As an empath, I just feel like love. Well, Monet, <laughs> Monet would probably tell you to say, I like you for the first couple of months. And then after that, you can say what you want. Um, you know, I am very comfortable talking about how I feel. And, um, and because I, once you start practicing it, you kind of encourage it in the people around you. And, um, you, you kind of just created like a scenario where you're, you know, honestly, it's, it's kind of like this thing where, um, like either saying, saying you're wrong or apologizing. I used to have a really big problem with apologizing. And then I just started trying to apologize more, more frequently. And it, it, it really takes, it really does take practice. You know what I mean? I think that, um, I know how much I like hearing compliments. I know how much I like hearing I love you. I know how much I like hearing words of affirmation. And that's not everyone's love language. Everyone's love language is not words of affirmation. So if that's not your if that's not the way you express or like to receive love, then I don't you don't should, you shouldn't have to force yourself, but it sounds like you want that in your life. So I would say just honestly practice it. If someone does something nice to you, say thank you. Say I you know I really appreciate this. And I, and I don't know what tone you're doing that makes you sound like you're being sarcastic. Yeah, I really like this girl. But if someone does something, they say, I just want you to know how much this means to me. It really means a lot to me that you came to my show today. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. And just and just say it straight up. Yeah, I would say that there obviously is like a reason like there. I, I would say to do a little deep digging into why that is uh, like, is, is it like a, is like a family thing? Did you, did you not experience that growing up? If, if that's the case, if, if you did not come from a family where you guys said, I love you a lot, or you guys did not say um, please and thank you to each other a lot, then I agree with Bob. I think practicing it is probably the best way to go about it. Um, and I think it will take time. I don't think it's something that's going to happen overnight, especially if it's something that you, that you, that you, that you feel awkward doing it, that you feel uncomfortable doing. It's not going to, it's not going to happen overnight, but the more that you do it, the more it will feel, it will feel comfortable and the more that it may become second nature. So I think that real uh, analyzing what the reason why, and maybe starting with those reasons why, right? So if it's, if, if, if you feel weird saying it to your family, like to your mom or to your dad or to your siblings, I would start with that. Or maybe or maybe that maybe actually actually the opposite. I'm not starting with them. Starting with your friends first because there because there are less stakes there. Maybe depending on what your 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 chosen family situation is with friends or whatever. 
there may be less stakes there and work your way up. So start with like your friends and start with like your siblings and start with your grandparents and your parents if you have those options. I would say start where it feels like you have the least stakes. Like start saying thank you to random people like in the street. Like if someone holds a door open for you, start saying thank you to doing that. Then you can start saying it to your coworkers. Then, you know, work your way up so that it feels not um, as harsh or it will well, feel he said easier that, to, he to said that he can say it to waiters. He said it feels really easy for him to say it to waiters. It's just, it's, it's, it sounds like he already has that established that he can say thank you to someone who's like, that he's doesn't really know or, or if it's really surface, it's just those those more intense things, you know. I, I would say so. From waiters, start with coworkers, then start with your siblings, and start with your parents. <laughs> you, went, you went straight to parents. Start with the parents. Where, where do you go after that? <laughs> your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your uh, partner. Yeah. And you know, and honestly, next time you have a thing, you know, I don't know when your birthday is, but I got a feeling that on your birthday, you're gonna a lot of sweet stuff's gonna happen to you. That is a great time to start practicing. That's a wonderful time to start practicing. Huh? Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Bob and Monet. I have a question about moving to New York City. So my boyfriend and I are thinking of moving to the city together. We've never lived together, and we're thinking of moving to the Upper West Side. Any advice on moving there or advice on living with a partner for the first time in the city? Thanks. Monet, what was Ooh. the video of that guy who was like, there was a video of a guy who was like, are y'all trying to move to New York City? Do you remember this video? Maybe. I don't know. All right, you answer this. I'm going to try to find the video. You, you keep talking. Yeah, um, I'm moving to New York City. I mean, the Upper West Side, that is a good area to move to. You'll be by a lot of restaurants. You'll be, you if you're Upper West Side, hopefully you're closer to the West Side, so you're right by the West Side Highway. Or close to a train station. I would say if you're moving to New York City, your best bet is to try to be close to a train, close to a subway stop. Um, and don't try to bring a car to the city. If you're coming from some town where you have a car, you're like, I want to bring my car to New York. As someone who had a car in New York City, bitch, stress. Stress, stress, stress. You will have tickets. Your shit will be towed. It, it is not worth it. And if you think, not unless your building has parking, which literally no building has parking, unless you got uh, that coin, that guap, them coins, you'll be paying for a parking spot somewhere that will cost you like $500 a month. If you, if you got the money like that, sure. But having a car in New York is fucking crazy and be by a subway stop. And living for a partner for the first time, I think you're looking for a lot of compromise. I feel like, especially if you live by yourself a long time, um, you may be accustomed to your own things and you may be liking to have things your own certain way. But if you're moving with a partner, 
the nice thing about this is you guys are starting a, a space together. This person is not coming to your space. You're not going to theirs. You guys are starting brand new together, which is nice. So you guys get to make rules together, but but definitely lean towards compromising so that you guys are both happy. You don't and you don't don't be too rigid and don't try to be too stiff in what you want. Like be, be able to work with your partner and if you and fall into the role that you feel like. Fits you best, right? If you love decorating, your partner's not good at you. Head that part up. If your partner's really good at uh at uh fucking picking out nice furniture or whatever other parts and moving together, like le let them lean to that. Let your don't be weird and falling into roles that you guys are better suited for because it'll make your space nice together. I can't find it. There was a funny video you sent it to me actually a while back. It was this video. Of this guy who was like, "All y'all trying to move to New York City? Don't move here." Don't move to New York City. Stay where the fuck you at. You don't want to move here. He was like, at the point he was in the video, he was like, he was like I think I remember. He he was he was like, he was like, um, just this morning, I told this kid good morning. He said, fuck you, nigga. Don't ever look at me like that. And that was a 10-year-old yeah, Jewish yeah, kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that was a 10-year-old Jewish kid. You don't want to fucking move here. Trust me. That's right now. If you are not young and broke or old and rich, New York City is hard. It is. But when you live in New York City, living in New York City feels like such a fucking accomplishment. You feel like you are honestly, you honestly feel like you're better than everyone else because you lived in New York City. And that is T. And truth is, honestly, you are. <laughs> like, you're on a different level. It is just, it's such an interesting and different living experience. Living in New York City is one of the most fulfilling things I have ever done in my life. I would never ever take it back and i probably will go back someday if i when, when i have a lot more money and can afford something really fucking nice um but it i'm not gonna lie it is a, it is a it is a hard city to live in it, it is the only city in the world that is actively trying to push you out of it and you have to fight to stay in it every single time like people move out of new york city and they are all but they're like afraid when i lived in new york city i was afraid to move because i was afraid i might not make it back like move sense? out of New York City and move like apartments, you mean? I was I was afraid if I moved out of New York City, I might not make it back to the city. I always felt that way. If I oh. move out of New York City, I might not make it back to the city. I mean, you, you're someone who moved away and came back, but I had that, that fear. It was very real for me. Um, but it really is. It's, it's a fucking great city. If, and if you're going to if you're going to um, move to the city, don't if you don't have a lot of money, do not try to live in Midtown. Just take your ass. Up the fuck down or, or to, to Brooklyn, an outlying borough or to Queens yeah. or to the Bronx. Not Staten Island, though. Don't do that. Do Don't live to fucking Staten Island. Not under any circumstances move to Staten Island. <laughs> so. Ever. Bitch, go to New Jersey before you go to Staten Island. And any yeah. New Yorker will tell you that you are better off in Jersey City than you are in Staten mm -hmm. Island. Bitch, if you're on that ferry, yeah, you're, that you're done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. That was trash. Literally. Do not. Yeah. Um, and if you listen yeah, from Staten say. Island, we said what we said. We said what we said. If you listen from Staten Island, I don't think any there. We did, we did not have a single person from Staten Island that listens to our podcast. And if you're commenting right now, saying from Staten Island, bitch, you're lying. You're sitting your ass right in your apartment in Brooklyn. You're lying. You're not in Staten Island. You're just saying that to cause some conflama. If you're if you if you're not on the Verrazano Bridge right now, and honestly, if you say <laughs> you are, use that uh, sibling uh, islandry. <laughs> I want a picture of you on the Verrazano Bridge, and if I cannot yeah. see you on the Verrazano Bridge, I don't or on the ferry, I will not believe you. Yeah, yeah, same word. Yeah, but honestly, move your, move, move, move your ass uptown. Take your ass above above Ninety Sixth Street. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, Monet and Bob, this is your cool new Aunt Matt. Yes, I'm going to say Monet and Bob <laughs> because everybody says Bob and Monet, and Monet is just as good, sometimes even better. No shade to Bob, but Monet, we see you, we love you. Um, my question for you guys is, I've been on the fence lately of if I wanted to try drag out myself. Um, it's one of those things where I love watching the show so much and I feel such a connection to it. And I don't know if it's just because I enjoy it or if it is something that I feel like I need to try myself. Um, so how would somebody, I guess, try, try it out? Let me know. Thanks. Wait, wait, really quick, Bob. He just, he just reminded me. Congratulations, you're um, uh, 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 legendary. The, the the trailer came out. You look so fucking good. Thank you. Big shout out. You to, look um, so good. The outfit, the fucking makeup, the hair, bitch. You look fucking good. The outfit was a collaboration between Patrick Howell and Marco Marco, and the hair was wigs and grace, and the the wings and the staff were made by uh, Jacob. I don't know Jacob's last name. I have to say it's Jacob Props. Ritz. He's a, he's a, not Ritz. He's a, a props guy named Jake. I don't know his last name, though. He's in my phone is Jacob Props. Um, anyway, um, I am very happy to answer to jump into this. One. Let me tell you right now. If you want to do drag, there is nothing Monet and I could say to convince you to not do it. When someone wants to do drag, bitch, I dare you to stop them from doing drag. People doing drag are fighting all the odds to do drag. This shit is expensive. You are not making money. Your body hurts and your social life is suffering. Well, at least back when I started drag. Um, maybe it's a little different these days. Or your your sex life. Like, let me rephrase that. Your sex life is suffering. Um, and there is, no, there is just nothing. You cannot stop a queen who wants to do drag from doing drag. I'm telling you, you cannot stop this bitch. She will do it against... I remember Monet used to be fucking cutting corners at work to go to a gig. Honey, driving and doing her fucking makeup, sleeping in the car. Bitch. I mean, girl, I used to... I mean, walk. I was taking the train in heels. I was at Jekyll and Hyde working on... At my job, working on mixes at the fucking restaurant. Like... All the all of that. I mean, I remember running home, like running home. It, it was it was wild. When you when, baby, when you want to do drag, there there is honestly there is nothing someone can, can do to convince you to not do drag. In my experience, especially at least not to try it or to or to start off. But if you really want to know how to start off drag, if you if you if you're like if you if you've been if you really want to know how to start it off, I honestly going to recommend that you just just baby go on YouTube. Just go on YouTube. Yeah. Google Google how to do each step. How to style a wig. Drag queen. Boom. How to do drag makeup. Boom. How to make hip pads. Boom. How to make drag clothes. Boom. All of yeah. this. Every YouTube University has all of this available to you. Every single okay. step, especially now. Yeah, I was gonna say there's so much more access now to find to find out how to do drag and how to do all this stuff. When I was starting drag, YouTube obviously YouTube was around. This was 2012. But the only person on YouTube was Petrolude. Petrolude and like one other person, like Misty Eyes. They were like the only two people on there doing like drag makeup tutorials. And I remember like, and back then, because Misty, um, Petrolude is not my color. Petrolude is a light-skinned um, person of color. I kind of had to like see what they were doing and kind of like try to match it myself by buying cheap versions of like, like at like the drugstore to like make it work. 
And um, yes, yeah, so, but but now there's so much access, so many wig tutorials, so many makeup. Bitch, there are so many. And honestly, now, just in today's culture, bitch, the regular makeup that any influencer is doing online is drag fucking makeup. They are yeah. wearing full coverage foundations. <laughs> They're doing like these crazy eyes. Like you can you can watch pretty much any tutorial and figure out your face. Honestly, once you figure out your face, you really get the confidence to do anything. Like I, uh, the big, the, the the number one obstacle for a lot of people not like not letting, allowing themselves to go out and drag is the makeup. They feel like they look ugly. So I feel like if you're one of those people, just find a tutorial that you really like and practice that fucking makeup and do not wait for the, for the time for when it's perfect for you to go out. Just do a time when it looks cute and you're satisfied and just put on like a cute blazer and some shorts and a thing and a wig and just go out. Go out. And also you can just go anywhere online and go to wigsandgrace.com. You can buy a styled wig by them or whoever um, a wig people are. You can have a bitch a full fucking look, a full cunty ass look that you'll feel really good in. So... You have many resources and many avenues to get um, some drag that you feel good in. I wonder what Misty Maven is up to. Like, I just genuinely have no clue We're what friends is doing these days. I used to, also, I was very attracted to Misty Maven. Justy Plavin. I was. Justy Plavin's last post was um, March 2018. I, I know, she I see. She on Instagram, on Facebook sometimes, I think. I was so I was so attracted to the amount of drag. I was like, this is a hot person. This is a very they were hot very person. attractive, um, and yeah. just so talented and so good at drag. And I just remember being like, this such is a so, great makeup artist. So, I wonder what they're up to these days. Like what? Like what? I don't know. Missy, where you at, boo boo? What you doing? What you up to? We just want to know what you up to, honey. I feel like all the posts I see on her page are posts to her. Her last girl. Her last post was January 9th. Okay, we're still friends on Facebook. Her la- their last Facebook post was... January 9th. Oh, yeah, January 9th. Yeah, if you had a win. No, was, I'm looking... Oh, God. Oh, she should, they should, no, oh, yeah, she reposted 9th, yeah. the post from, from, from 2012. Yeah. Dang. I'm going to write it right now. Hey, girl, what you up to? We should, we should, oh my God, can we, we should have, we should have Missy Mavens, if, if, if they're open to it, having them as a guest on the podcast talking about, because just, um, they, they were in Philadelphia, but they stomped around in New York City a lot too. Yeah. With, um, with, uh, 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 rest in peace, um, Maddox Madison. Maddox Madison. Yeah. We used to do, um, I, I think you and I, yeah, I cannot believe I'm saying this. <laughs> what? Well, we should have guests <laughs> for advisory. Just for advisory, though. I'm down with that. Every time, Bob, don't don't over don't overcome it. Bitch, let's, you said it every time. But that was you. You said that. I didn't say that. You just said that. Let's now under you're having promise a over with yourself and then telling me to chill out. Having a full conversation <laughs> with yourself by yourself and telling me to chill out. You're wild. We're gonna underpromise, overdeliver. We might have guests for 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 advisory. How's that? All I said was we should have guests more often. Ain't nobody promising nothing. You the only bitch promising shit up in here. I ain't promising nothing <laughs> to nobody, honey. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Jacob. Play the play the next one. Hi, gorgeous, gorgeous girls. How do I start the conversation about polyamory with my partner? Not sure if this is something that we can do, but wanna start looking into it. Bitch, 
Please go right ahead. I don't have. I don't know how to ask because I don't. This is literally your world. I'm just just try. Just try. If you want to talk, you want to talk to your partner about polyamory. I would say just be honest. Uh, Being be very forthcoming and be honest. Be like, hey, babe. And also, but okay. How about what and what not to do? I would say do not do a thing like text and be like, hey, babe, we need to talk, or. Do some open-ended shit to make them go crazy. And because then when y'all have the conversation, they're gonna be annoyed that you left them basically on red for however many hours or however before you talk to them about it. So don't do some like shit like that that get them thinking like something bad or this like something bad. Because then now now they're associating this conversation with negative thoughts and they're like, so you don't wanna start it off that way. So I would say that and just be honest, be like, hey, so I mean, I also have questions. Is there someone else that you're thinking of already? Like, are you having romantic feelings with someone that you want to involve? Or, you know, is is, is is that happening already, which is why you want to bring this up? Or you think that it's something that you may want down the line? I, I, have, I, have, I have big questions. Because if you're already, cause if you're already falling, because if, if you're already someone that you're thinking of, then you need to be honest with that at, 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 at the forefront of it. Be like, hey, so I've been feeling this way about cindy or michael and i like you know introduced that at the beginning so your partner does not feel blindsided later it's like oh so the reason you wanted to do this was because you like this person too like be be very honest about all of it at the beginning is what i would like also money you always send me texts and say hey i need to talk to you about something no i don't i just searched that in the phone and i found like three examples money will say i need to talk to you about something and and then flat out not respond to me. That's not true. I, I, I have to. The fact that I have to go to the extreme lengths of posting screenshots on you all the time is so exhausting. Screenshots will be your downfall, bitch. You, honey, you. And 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 and, and let me just let you know, exploding footgate is not done. Anyway, <laughs> just know that, honey. Um. I think that um, that Monet is right about this. I think that, first of all, in my opinion, in terms of polyamory, being open and honest is the most important thing you can do for your relationship with anyone, especially when it comes to polyamory. You do not want to sneak around on your partner. That is so dishonest. It is so it is really setting you up for some extreme failure. You do not want this in your life. Do not sneak around on your partner because you probably do not want them sneaking around on you. I think that if you open up to them and say, I want you to know that I am interested in the notion of polyamory. I think that if you already have someone that you're lining up, then that seems shady to me. But if you're like, I think that I could be be attracted to other people. I think that I love you very much and I think you want to affirm them and let them know you love them and that you are not trying to leave them, that you do love them, but you do think that you are capable of loving more than one person at a time at a very intense and romantic level. I, in my relationships, we do not have hierarchies. I do not have a one and a two or a a main boyfriend and and a less main boyfriend. I don't do that because that that just doesn't work for for us. (laughs) Jacob puts on his camera. (laughs) That's not, not dragging anyone. Jacob, you are so ridiculous. Jacob, maybe you should chime in on this one too, Jacob. But um, we when I first when when actually Jacob, turn your camera. I, I want to chime in on this one. 
when Jacob and I first started dating, we um I I let him know I was like, well, I'm not into a close relationship. Jacob, turn your camera. I want to. Talk. I want you to join us. We were okay. like, oh. maybe Jacob doesn't want to talk. Now, now you're forcing Jacob to talk about something on camera you don't want to talk about. And I said, you know, I think that I might be interested in open relationship and probably even polyamory, but that was just like, but I was like, this is, you're also the only boyfriend I have right now. So for right now, this is all, this is all that's, that's going on. Um, and then the moment that I um, was interested in dating someone else, I told Jacob right away, like immediately. I let Jacob know. How that, long uh, in between, though? How long? How long in this? Like Jacob, I think I might go uh, to. I want to date someone else. Like, is it, I was talking about a week, a well, month, I told, a year. I, t- I told Jacob that I was uh, like texting back and forth with Ezra, and like pretty much immediately before I before actually before I even met Ezra, I already told Jacob before I even met him. We were actually on a cruise ship, and then when we got when we got back from cruise ship, I was like, I'm going to hang out with with Ezra and receive. If anything comes of this, before I even met Ezra in person, I told Jacob. Mm. Um, and then when Jacob, when Ezra and I were um, decided to start dating, I told Jacob immediately. Like as soon as Ezra and I parted ways, I told Jacob. I maybe I maybe even told him while, while I was still there with Ezra for I know. Um, what do you, how do you? How, so you saw how, him? Why you like? Why, why you met Ezra for the first time? You told Jacob you wanted before I ever saw were. Ezra with my own eyes. I told Jacob I was going to go meet him. Right, and then so how long before that were y'all boyfriends? I mean, after that were y'all boyfriends? Is my question. Like after the maybe, conversation with the initial conversation, maybe a couple of maybe a couple of months. I mean, okay. I, I went back to New York City, and then maybe like maybe maybe three months went by, I think, and and then and then we then we started dating on my on my second trip to LA. I think Jacob, how do you remember? Um, um, I would say. It was about a week or two weeks in between. You think so? Um, I can try to figure out exactly when it was by looking on my phone. If you said we were on a- Because I remember it was on a trip that I returned to New York City. And I don't, I mean, to LA. And I I don't think it was a week in between those trips, was it? Um, It was sometime in November. It was- it was between some trips. I mean, it was one trip to LA and then the second trip to LA, Ezra and I- Started dating. Dotting, uh, dotting. Yeah, I feel like it was not that long. I think it was maybe two weeks. Well, uh, I think the, the 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 bottom line is like being honest, like it's like talking to your partner about like don't like don't do some sneak shit. Don't be like fucking somebody and then be like, uh, I want to do polyamory, and you're like, okay, and then like then the, you know what I mean. Being honest, being open, and honest with your, with your partners, letting them know what's up. I think is the key. To go sign with Yeah, that sounds like um, some solid advice there, people. Yeah. I think we might have time just for. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was about to say we have time for like one more, I feel. Uno mas. Hey, Rob Monet. So the LA Times recently released a short documentary following Joan Jet Black, the drag queen who ran for president in 1992. And made me wonder if either one of you have considered running for president or any public office for that matter. And if so, what would be your platform? And just full transparency, I had to record this like six times because my brain would not allow me to not call her Joan Jett Jackson for some reason. Yeah, I love Joan Jett Black. I don't know if you know. So Joan Jett Black is a really interesting uh, person in American history. She ran for president. But it was it was it was kind of street theater. It was kind of like 
like she wasn't really super serious about it. She was really a lot of street theater and she was actually able to get on the floor of the Democratic National Convention. They had to sneak her in, but she had to get in drag in the building, in the bathroom. She was able, actually able to get down. And there's actually, there's even a play about her. I don't know the name of the play, but it's about Joan Jet Black. Um, she kind of looked like Heidi in Closet. Because she had a gap? Yeah, and like, this is giving me like Heidi in Closet when she, when she like first came onto the scene on season 12. The play was called like, Miss... Like, specifically the, 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 her in the pink suit. The play was called Miss Black for President. Um... As of now, I have no desire to ever be in any political office for any reason ever at all. It just it just does not speak to me. I would I as at this current moment in my life and at no moment in my past have I ever considered running for a political office. It sounds I do not want to do that. Agreed. I there's not any part of me that would, would ever want that. Literally not even a little bit. Not at all. No. No, no, no. No, 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 no way. No, 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 no way. I also feel like I can affect uh, change uh, in policies and politics without actually um, being a politician. You can be the be exchange you want to see in the world. You can be political without being a politician, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I have no desire. I also do. I don't want to. We never. I never. I don't think I've ever backtracked on the pot on the on the advice before. But I do want to say. In terms of the polyamory question, I just realized this. I think they also give yourself leniency to make some mistakes, especially if you're doing it for the first time ever. You're going to learn some stuff along the way. It might be a little bit bumpy, and there might be some moments where you, where you and your where you do something that you, you know what it is. You're real. You're realizing in the moment what some of your boundaries are because it's so new to you. And you don't even know that there that it's a boundary of yours or that it's a boundary of your partner's because you've never ever experienced this before. And when your partner mm-hmm. does tell you this, I felt this way when you did this. Just try to hear them out, and instead of getting defensive, I know that I've gotten defensive before, but I but I eventually got around to the point where I was like listening and being like, I can hear you. I can hear why that would be upsetting, and you just um, really give each other space to explore what feels right to each other you you are not locked into anything you're not locked into if you feel one way on monday and then you feel another way by wednesday it is okay that you've changed because you're exploring and finding out new things about yourself and your relationship and your partner and your dynamic because your dynamic is changing so I just want to throw that out there. You you will you will uh-uh, make some uh-uh, don't don't be changing. Be exactly. No, I'm kidding. You will make some mistakes on the way and just try to um really listen to what your partner has to say. And on top of just being open and honest, you need to really be receptive. Let me tell you something, okay? Carrie Colby posted this picture. Did you see what Carrie Colby posted today? No. On Instagram what or Carrie on Colby's Twitter? most on Instagram. On Carrie Colby's most inst- most recent post, y'all. This is her Post on today, May 2nd. It is 12.40 a.m. Eastern time, three hours ago. So whatever time that is when you guys are hearing this. Bitch, she better fucking work. She better go This is so hot. This is so hot. She better work, girl. Whatever whatever Kim lost, Carrie found it, honey. 
<laughs> so hot. Like, so hot. Anyway, um, we get some good advice today, Bob. I was a little, I was a little hep- uh, nervous about what you would say, but you pulled through, as you always do. You're always so great. I want y'all to realize what Monet just did was just gave me a backhanded compliment. Monet tried to insult me and then ended with and then ended with a compliment. So that I responded, I would look crazy. Monet tried Monet insulted me and then immediately followed up with a compliment. So I would so I would be like, oh, thank you. Bitch, I ain't falling for that shit. <laughs> Bitch, I ain't, I ain't no dumb hoe, bitch. I'm gonna see you soon. I'm so sorry to hear that. Where? Back at home. Oh, yeah. I'll be back on the 6th. I'll be back. And and, I, and I'm back with a capital back. Well, I love you very much. And um, I hope that you I just drop. Are... I did drop a little tea leaf for y'all. Y'all figure out what that means later, honey. Yes, girl. Because I'm back with a capital back. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>